Hello and welcome to the More Than Muscle podcast. Um, it feels good to be back. We were slightly delayed um, in getting this one out to you, so apologies on being a week late. It was a storm. What was, what was the name of the storm? storm? Eunice. It was, uh, no, I think there was Eunice, there was Dennis, and then there was... Dennis? Dennis was last week, hmm. then oh. Eunice, and then Franklin. Oh, they're really rattling through them. I thought it was just all the same no, one. No, 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 no. What comes after Franklin? Uh, A B C D E F G. G. I I love that people need to count. Probably be like Gale Force. (laughs) (laughs) They are really missing a point if they don't name G Gale. G's got to be Gale, isn't it? Fucking hell. Here comes comes Gale. There was an easy pun available. (laughs) (laughs) Right, well, we've named that. We've we've just got to get that out to the government. You heard Um, it here first. Exactly. Andy's favourite striker could be Harry Hurricane. Oh, Hurricane. Hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Hurricane. My God. Yeah, one of them. That, or Guildford Storm. Guildford Storm, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, so I thought in honour of, of, of us being late, we would do a, a weather-related fact. Um, <laughs> presented like a weatherman. I don't really know. I put that in the brief, but then at the same time, I'm not really sure what a, a weatherman or woman sounds like. Um, yeah. But let's give it a go. Let's let's see what you in- instinctively go for. It might be funny. Who knows? Um, Andy, do you want to kick us off? Oh, I wanted to see what you guys were going to do. Oh, that's the idea. Um, that's why I think it'll be quite funny. Today's weather report brought to you by Powergen. <laughs> Powergen. <laughs> All the weather. Um, you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps. And today's degrees are 12, with light <laughs> gusts from the southerly wind. <laughs> what? What that do you was... mean a, a chirp? You know, like Zizirobello, that goes... The quicker it goes, the hotter it is. There you go. There you go. That's interesting. No, I think I did see that one as I was researching. That's a good one. Yeah, I was surprised at how good your weatherman voice was as well. Yeah. You obviously sit at home all day and watch it. Yeah, we call crickets in Greek zizero because they make the noise And the law in Greek is a stupid idiot, so we call them zizirobellos because they go crazy when it gets hot and it's always hot in Cyprus. Genius. Yeah. Now, do you want to move us on? Today's welcome to today's <laughs> weather, sponsored by Box Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know how to. Re- I've just like screenshotted this, but this okay. is something that I um that I've known for ages. Mm. So if you hear like if you hear a strike, a lightning strike. Mm-hmm. No, sorry. <laughs> if you hit, if you see a, a lightning flash, yeah, and count how many seconds there is until you hear thunder, thunder. the thunder, mm-hmm. um, that's how many miles away it is. You oh. have to, but you have to divide it by five. Fucking now equations and so, so so count the number of seconds. Do, so if it was like, if you suddenly see the flash, the lightning bolt, yeah, and then you count one, two, three, four, all the way up to thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Divide that by five, which is six, then it would be six miles away. That the lightning. Interesting. Okay. Crash. So it's got to have your stopwatch out, ready to go, and then. Or just count. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You don't we have all to get eight, eight, You say that. You know how some of our clients count reps. You're like four yeah, second yeah. eccentric, and they like fall down to the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's four seconds, right? <laughs> 
that is my fun. Also, can I do my second one, which I thought was really oh, good? Can, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I do mine okay, just for the then. fact that I'm, I'm conscious... I'm conscious of you, oh, yeah, you okay. doing my fact, like, okay, like with the Nutella one, yeah. Um, so, and I have a hunch it will be because it's in a similar vein to what you just said. Oh. Which, yeah, exactly. I'm noticing our, there, our weather people are quite posh. So, um, let's go with something like. You didn't uh, do mine in the accent. You did. You did an intro in the yeah, accent. Yeah. Okay. There we go. By boilers. <laughs> uh, welcome to the weather, and. Every second, oh no, I should say, uh, presented by Herbalife. Uh, <laughs> every second, approximately 100 lightning bolts hit the earth. Bang. There every second? Every second. Somewhere what, in, in a it. storm or no, just No, 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 in, just, just a, like, in, in the, the world. world. Every second that goes by, 100 of them hit the earth. Fucking hell, and they're charging us for oh, electric. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the electricity bills are going up. What the fuck? <laughs> if we all need Not DeLoreans. Sure. <laughs> that is what? That's madness. Oh, my God. Do you want to hear my other one, then? Go on, then. Hit us with them. I've got another one. And then we'll start talking about fitness. <laughs> A heat wave in California once turned grapes into raisins. Oh, the wine must have been shit. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty mad. Shriveled. Sun blast. <laughs> that's the that's the I've got a really good one before we ah. start. If you lie it always rains on you. Have you ever heard that song? Why does it Why always, does it always rain, rain on me? Oh. Because I lie. Andy, you're gonna make me get the guitar out again. Oh. Yeah, yeah, let's not prompt him right, to do fitness. that again. <laughs> right, moving on. <laughs> So this week, guys, I thought we would talk about supplements and specifically, obviously, relating to health and fitness, mm -hmm. how, how it can impact performance, your general health. Uh, we'll break down a few of the, the big, really popular ones and then also potentially look at uh, timings when you're taking them, how much that impacts. Um, but I thought I'd start off with, with some of the big ones. And I think the biggest one is protein, and <gasps> protein supplement. I know exactly. A protein shake of some sort. Um, people's massive amount of... I, I find some fear of them in a lot of general pop. People outside of like necessarily the fitness world. Mm. I, I think it's the branding. What, what about the branding do you think I does think it? I think people, when they when they think that they drink a protein shake, that they're suddenly going to be jacked. <laughs> or shit <Yeah>. themselves. <laughs> no, I think be, because there's always like a big muscular man on the tub. Mm. It's, yeah, it yeah, has true. it has actually changed. Like the last few years, it has changed quite a lot. Like you mm -hmm. can go into Holland and Barra or mm. other places, and you can see that they're more branded towards female audience now, which yeah. is quite cool. Mm -hmm. But before, it used to be they used to be in massive giant tubs mm -hmm. with big muscular men on the front, and like this mm -hmm. is a protein shake. I remember when I start first started having protein shakes. That's the ones that I used mm. to get. It was called yeah, like well, Muscle Mania or something, but it was just yeah. It was just protein. Yeah. No, I tried one called Muscle Fury as well. Yeah. Similarly, like elite bodybuilder on the back yeah. of it as well. It's just, just protein. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's the exact same as the as the stuff in the girly packaging now. Yeah. They've just yeah, rebranded. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I just used to have Yazoo. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are a little concerned about the, uh, the, the well. It's not natural to have it's, it's, to have a powdered form of protein necessarily versus a food substance. But I think mm. well, seeing on the on the back of the ingredients list as well, you see a lot of I don't know uh, anti-caking agents and all sorts of bits mm. and pieces like that, which immediately signal red flags. If I don't know what it is, 
then I'm not going to take it if it's not natural, etc. Um, but I think I saw something which really amused me the other day. It was, um, would you give xanthine trioxide? What it was some like really really long chemically name, and it was like, would you give that to your child? And yeah. then a bunch of Karens then saying, oh, absolutely not. And it was the chemical breakdown of an apple. So, yeah, yeah, I know. I've mm. seen that for a banana. Yeah. And the chemical list of what's in a banana. Yeah. And yeah. they're Seems like, scary. If, you can't, if you can't pronounce it, then don't eat it. So it's quite yeah. weird. This is a banana. <laughs> so when I was a kid, you used to have E numbers. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't get those names. It would just be like E this, E that, E whatever. And then the regulations changed and they're not allowed to write E whatever it is anymore. Mm-hmm. They will write that long word that you just said that I'm not going to repronounce. <laughs> but like everything is now stated on the back of the packet. Yeah. So like, yeah. Before it has I used to be. Yeah, it has to be. And before I used to read E305 and not think of anything other mm-hmm. than, well, this can't be good for me, but fuck it. I don't <laughs> know what it is. <laughs> but also people should be it's a, it should supplement their diet mm-hmm. it shouldn't be the it that shouldn't be their whole diet i, I think like that's where people go wrong that's something to talk about for the entire podcast is that we're talking about supplements it's yeah. in that the, the opulative word is supplement yeah um yeah. yeah in addition to what should be coming from your diet yeah just going back with the um like if you don't understand what's on the bloody thing at the back of it there's actually, I didn't know this, I was Googling earlier, there's actually a seal test that you should do on protein shakes. Mm-hmm. And if there's no seal, then it's coming from like an unlicensed fake place. And the way to look at it is on the inside of the seal, there should be like a uniform seal all the way that has a ridge on the inside of the pot. Now, obviously now you've got, you know, brands that don't use pots. So I don't know how it reflects yeah, they in that. Still, it still seals. I have no idea. I haven't looked in ages, but... I didn't know there was such thing as a seal test to see if it was an approved brand or anything. Oh. So I feel like that's just yeah. buying anything. Make sure it's sealed oh, no, properly. Yeah. <laughs> if it's already a bit open, then yeah. yeah, I'm getting some red flags. So yeah, I've never <laughs> um, actually looked to be honest. It's, it's, it does come sealed, Andy. Don't worry. <laughs> What's the seal test? What would you say are some some other, outside of is it sealed? Uh, what are some other important factors you think uh, people should be considering when they're looking to buy a protein mm, powder? Good question. Uh, who's that what in terms of I mean it can be to whoever, whoever in, wants to take it in terms of like just what's an, nice some things you're looking to well I mean like, you can look it... at how nice it tastes I mean for for instance um, I think something that's particularly important if you're delving outside of whey and casein which are two popular um, brands um, is that so for instance uh, when I look for a protein powder I look for a variety of sources so I get a nice amino acid profile so if i can have four sources of protein all in um my protein powder mm-hmm. i know that i'm going to be getting a really diverse amount of amino acids and that's going to really help me in, in terms of what it is that i'm wanting to achieve by taking yeah. it yeah, yeah. Good, good so point. probably people who are really lacking in protein would need to look at that yeah what i was going to say is isolate mm-hmm. um gives you the biggest hit at 27 grams per serving and i think a serving is like a 30 gram scoop yeah however it is 120 calories per um and that's because the fat and the carbs have not been or they've been removed whereas the other version concentrate it's not gone through the process so you get a little bit more calories in them because there's fats and carbs associated so there's specificity behind which one you're going to choose um based on those facts um i think that's specifically with way just that's specifically with way And then you've got hydrolyzed as well, which is supposed to be like faster absorbed, but it will come at a 
hard a higher cost Mm -hmm. but then as max says you've got things like pea protein you've got hemp protein a lot of people would say that hemp protein is really good because it's a slow release um it's got more fiber in it so it's going to keep you fuller for longer there's things like brown rice and soya yeah i was going to get to that in a sec okay um there's higher levels of tryptophan and um b vitamin six which if you're having problems sleeping hemp could be a good way to do it mm-hmm. especially the specificity of you might have the hemp later in the day before yeah. bed rice protein and collagen protein are not complete sources so it goes back mm-hmm. to your point of having a look at the branding particularly if you are looking at non-way um so that you can get the amount of amino acids that you need in them but i think it comes down to specificity because at the end of the day if you're looking to bulk you might get one with a higher amount of carbohydrate in them or fats or mm-hmm. whatever um so yeah i just think there's so much out there just pick based on your specifics rather than what the package looks like because yeah. that seems yeah, to go i really- think it's i think it's going to be based on what your goal is and where your current nutrition stands now so let's say if somebody doesn't doesn't have enough protein doesn't eat enough protein they eat a whole diet but they don't actually eat enough protein which is super common actually when you get somebody and you have a little look at their nutrition or oh, what they're consuming yeah it's really typical for them to have a really high fat and high carbohydrate mm. diet and be mm-hmm. super low on their protein. So maybe suggesting something like a, a protein shake is a really nice and easy way to bump up another 25 grams of protein. It's cost effective as well. Mm. Yeah, but then you can you, then you can get more into it. You've got to look at like intolerances as well. Like some people just oh can't have weight. Oh my gosh, I've yeah, had simple. some really bad like, reactions with some protein shakes yeah, and yeah. I've tried them all, I think. But, um, I think you can also get technical with mix factor as well. It's like that some of them they clump up so badly, and then other ones they just so smooth yeah. when you. Mm-hmm. So there's so many variables you could look at. I think it comes down to specifics, and also go with the brand you enjoy the taste of. Because yeah. if you don't fucking taste good, why do you what, want to what eat? What are your, your guys' yeah. picks for for if you're having a shake? Who That's you going a good with? question. Yeah. I I'm my favorite sponsors. Sponsors. Hope you're listening. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> at me <laughs> mine is my protein chocolate brownie impact way you're nice. talking about so isolate you're talking about an isolate way yeah isolate yeah. way isolate but um it's an interesting question because i don't like any of them yeah well i just i, I don't you I like, the I other day them, and i yeah. rarely see you actually I, having a shake i was caught fair. out i had no food and i was like i just need something so i had it mm. it wasn't actually that bad to be honest and that one had 41 grams of protein mm. in that sachet some of them are like epic, some of them are mad. which is yeah. epic um, but I'm not. I'm not big on that. I'd rather I just have like a tub of Greek yogurt or something like that. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Really I, I know 100 percent what you mean, and it comes down to that that a cost effectiveness and b convenience of mm-hmm. you can have you can help hit your protein target in a matter of one minute in drinking a shake. It's it will. I know if you buy a bag of it, it works out as what 20p mm. for that 25 grams of protein versus for 25 grams of protein maybe it's a it's a whole chicken breast or yeah. a, a yeah. block of tofu and that's the like in I terms think, of how much money you're spending on those things yeah. it's much much more I think expensive. one big thing that people forget sometimes is that they are handled with soy and nut factories so mm-hmm. if you've got intolerances you need to be aware of that because even though it's yep. whey for example mm-hmm. and dairy's the thing there this you know a lot of the emulsifiers are like soy lectin yep. and things like that so you have to be aware of those things and I've seen people especially like teenagers they're just drinking all of them because they think they're going to get wham yeah come up with like they get spots on their back or like yeah. they get flared up reactions and rashes and sometimes it is some of the bulking agents within these things so 
make sure they're yeah. from good sources. No, you can get you can get bulk shakes and like meal replacements. And but I remember I had I had, I had some bad times um, when I was when I was much younger trying to fill out and using bulk shakes because the amount of just low quality carbs they're just cramming yeah. in there as much as possible mm. to make like one shake 600 calories mm. all, all like i would have been so so much better off just trying to get in eat, hemp. eat more yeah, yeah. But like yeah. we didn't have those stores, options yeah. when i first started pt and i didn't have i lie they were around but we weren't so aware of them and they weren't a really tasty like they've made them tastier but like now you could have a hemp if you wanted to bulk mm-hmm. out, and I think like brands like Huel, I think that's what they use, and it's like a four or five hundred calorie. Yeah, Huel, Huel are exclusively um, plant based. So you know, I think there's more variety now, and choices based on those things that we didn't have then, because it was literally mm. like whey, beef, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what people's obsession is these days with protein recipes either, because yeah. I feel like you look at social media especially, and just everything. It seems to have to be protein pancakes, uh, protein soup. You know, you protein know. This, it's honestly... I went through a phase of doing that actually. <laughs> <laughs> we but all I have. think you all do. We could, we can, but... we can admit it. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy because like we're meant to be the epitome of health, health, right? And like you look on every personal trainer's social media, and they're giving recipe after recipe, and all of the recipes are like something to do with whey or like pancakes. Mm. Or, and you're thinking like, if, when I go back home to Cyprus, they don't even know what that is. All they're having is like fresh produce mm. and stuff. Sponsored, also, mate. that is Sponsored. not. That's what it is. Trying to get sponsored. It's it's it's, it's dangerous because people are pushing the, these things so so heavily and effectively making people reliant on their only protein yeah. source being powder because that's yes. what they're being paid for. Not Absolutely. every yeah, not that's every meal. Like people kind of go go the other way as well. They go from having hardly any protein mm. and then having. 40 grams of protein with every bloody meal yeah, and forgetting their veg and all the rest <laughs> yeah. of it yeah and, and like... suddenly everything is supplements and you're knee deep in protein pancakes and when all you really want is just one normal pancake <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember when we did the protein pancake thing that yeah. done like a whole stack I of think, protein yeah. I think my stand on this is if you're going to have your pancakes just enjoy your pancakes. Yeah. I yep. mean, it's one day. Just have yeah. your pancakes. Get on Lemon with it. And sugar. Don't don't yeah. worry about making the protein. But pancakes. equally, equally, sometimes it's good to do that if you want to get your protein here. It can be a convenient way, and I'd much rather chew it than drink it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, but hundred percent. I'm just like this is just not. I think it's when people thing. are making. They really, really want the original thing, yeah, but they always it. try and find substitutes. Yeah. For the original and they end up still wanting the original thing just work with moderation if you have have the, the enjoyable original thing in moderation and then yeah eat work it, around enjoy it. yeah it, exactly move on with your life yeah exactly you know don't go over the top make it more occasional yeah. so that you're not you know going overboard but don't just depress yourself and forever replace it with yeah. a proteiny health but like, equivalent in terms of supplements we'll get to it in a sec i'm sure you'll ask the questions but mm. when it comes to whey i feel like the major factor there is convenience yep um, that's why it's used for performance as well. It can be convenient. It's like you've just, I go back to football ways, you've just played a 90-minute match. It's there when you come into the dress room, you get some quick uh, proteins in for, to mm-hmm. aid recovery. But when certainly when I worked in London, it was literally the fact that I could have a little tub in my bag and yeah. things are expensive in London. I could just quickly have a little in-between client meal. Satiety as well. Yeah. Higher, if you're on lower calories... You need mm. more protein within yeah. your diet. Mm. Most people who are with doing 
their health and fitness or have started mm. with their health and fitness maybe want to start a diet mm. their calories will be lower there's a there's a really handy little little bit of, bit of kit that i saw actually for, for some for some office workers using and it's a little uh, uh like it's like a shaker but it's it's just it's just a water bottle acts it acts as a water bottle but it's got like a little release button so you pull off this cap push this button oh, and yeah. then it drops oh i've seen that yeah, I've seen that was on dragon Den. was it yeah they tried oh, to sponsor they... me quite a, year, a few years ago they I remember really? they brought oh, I them in. They, yeah. sent you one. they brought them in. They sent them to me, and I just gave it back to them. I said, "Man, don't need that. I want knife and fork to eat my it food." It had didn't a it? section for supplements. It had a section for protein. Oh damn! And something else, and you just drop in. It's a good idea, but it was needed. like yeah, it was like bigger than cool. my bag. Yeah, it was <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> I was like, I'm not carrying I don't this know shit. How big they are? <laughs> oh, that's mad. To move on to the next supplement, anyway, guys. I thought we'd talk a little bit about creatine. That's another massive. Mm. Uh, player I think in the in the fitness supplement game mm. um, what, what are your experiences I don't know whether you, either of you two supplement with it I mean I don't currently but I feel like I get quite a lot of it from my food because I eat like a horse yeah. but we've spoken about this in previous episodes creatine is a huge part in energy mm-hmm. so we won't go into that but what it helps you do is have more energy because you can replenish which basically helps you recover and you mm. can get more work volume done However, it's probably the most researched supplement there is, particularly talking about monohydrate. I'm not so sure about all the other like chalates of it or whatever you want to call it. But there's lots of research that's coming out that it does way more than just for your muscular output and strength. Yeah. There's like cognitive function. I think there's some stuff coming out saying it's good for your liver as well when mm-hmm. there was so much stuff with like kidneys and it's all that over, stuff. It basically is, is if, you were to, if you were supplementing like three or four but times a day. It's yeah. probably the most beneficial one that you should be taking year round anyway. Mm-hmm. Although I don't take it. <laughs> I just eat it. No, 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 I get what you mean. It's interesting. So I was, um, uh, someone really interesting guy called Simon Hill was talking about creatine and supplementing with it. Mm. Um, and saying people are taking it um, just pre-workout, and mm. at that point, your muscles aren't saturated with creatine, and therefore you're not actually going to get the same level of output you would get okay. if you uh, kept your um, muscle creatine saturation levels much higher by supplementing at least three plus hours yeah. before you actually go in for a workout. I was going to say, the old research used to be 20 grams for a week, saturate mm. your muscles, mm-hmm. and then take five grams thereafter. Then they realized that that's just stupid. You might as well <laughs> just take five grams for the rest of your days, and it will saturate naturally, and yeah. you will have that saturation level that you need, mm. and therefore his theory is correct. Yeah, 100%. Nat, how about you? I've never taken that. Never? No. You never, 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 never thought about dabbling? It'd be good for your weightlifting. <laughs> Apart from mm. your weight category, you might go exactly. up. That's the other thing to realize that you'd it naturally you, become heavier. Yeah. yeah. But that's I fine. can't be dealing with that right now. <laughs> what is it? Because you're about to go away to France? No, because I need to lose weight. She needs to get in her category. Oh, are you, are you <laughs> above, above real, weight class? I've had a real shock horror this week when she I jumped on our scales a few weeks ago yeah. just to check because I'm in my weight category. Mm. For my, oh, yeah, I haven't told anyone. I'm doing a weightlifting competition. Oop, oop. <laughs> I haven't actually told anyone. Um, <laughs> and I entered into a weight category, but I, I went onto the scales a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh, this this is fine. I'm only 0.5 over where I need to be. And then I went on the scales the other day and it was three and a half kilos over. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> I said, Andy, are these scales broken? He was like, yeah, yeah, sometimes they, sometimes they change. I was like, okay. Hopefully today they're broken and the other day they weren't. It yeah. were, it turned out the other day they were broken. And yeah. And you're three and a half kilos yeah. up. That's all right. Oh, so you're you three get... over it. 
I am over it, yeah. You're going to have to do one of those, uh, those boxing things. I'm literally, things, put a I've hoodie been starving for like a week so far. I'm so hungry. One year out to the wedding. <laughs> I don't care about wedding. <laughs> Take do. me as you will. Yeah, exactly, mate. Wear your thing compound. Man's- yeah, I literally don't mind about that. <laughs> uh, do you stand anywhere differently on BCAAs now? Because I find it, it interesting. You're talking about um, the marketing around protein being yeah. very, very masculine. I find the marketing around BCAAs to be the polar opposite. In it, oh, do be, you? Yeah, no, from, I don't from think... what I've seen, yeah, I absolutely. Think in whole, um, supplements are very masculine. The mm. thing is, leucine is the biggest player in terms of an amino acid for muscle building. So yeah. as soon as the marketing properties get hold of, this is the shit that you need to get big, yep. they'll tell you that it's the most important thing to no have. Possible. However, if you're having good quality sources of protein and you're getting that in, and you're hitting your daily requirement, you're likely going to hit your branch chain amino acid requirement, yeah. particularly if it's coming from complete sources. So, yeah. they're not necessary, but, again, it's a supplement, so if you know you ain't getting that in, then it's a good thing to be having. The thing that we have to be aware of when us personal trainers think we're doctors, and we're telling the population, mm-hmm. it, you know what, it's not happening so much anymore, because this stuff has been like... We found out it's not so necessarily, but particularly when I started, every dog in their day would say, you need BCAAs BCAAs to get big. You need BCAAs Mm. to get big. But if people have got things like Parkinson's, diabetes, Mm. thyroid issues, and you're overstimulating them with branched chain amino acids, you could actually interact with their medicine and also induce things like high blood pressure. So we have to understand what we're doing. And I think off the top of my head, the threshold is around 20 grams per day. Mm-hmm. And you should have that in a spread over the day, not in one hit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there, there used to be stuff that I was told, just pump it in. I think that's, that they were telling us 0.88 per gram of lean body mass. And all they were really doing was making sure that you were taking a certain amount of doses in the, the packet, so if there's 500 capsules, you'd get through them in like a month's worth of training. Yeah, so that you buy another one, yeah, no, exactly. So that's the danger of it. A lot of the new research that's coming out now, they're like, so what we've realized is leucine, isoleucine, and valine are the three branch chain amino acids. That's the one. They're like, it's better to take leucine on their own now because <laughs> the other two interact with it when you absorb it. So now they've got another fucking supplement to sell you. It's you have it in isolation and you can have it in branch chain as well. Or in the, in the three. And this is the problem with research, is if it's funded by a supplement company, which nine times out of ten it is, or there's an agenda by a company, there's a real problem. So yeah. I think people get thing. really focused on all of this stuff. Mm. I I never... Well, I'm not even allowed to prescribe it to my clients. Yeah. But I think people get really, really bogged down in into supplements and what the best protein shake is, what's the what the best supplement is to do before they've even sorted out their exercise their general activity level and what they're actually eating throughout the week and the weekend but (laughs) like going away from the supplement leucine is a really important thing to have in your diet and you can get it from animal produce and you can get it from plant-based stuff what it does it's good for your skin it's good for your bones it's good for your muscles but you can also control blood sugar levels better if you've got that present in your system so eat your protein and that's i think the bigger thing to understand is the quality of protein that you're getting and the variety of it make sure it's present yeah yeah of course i mean it, it, talking about what, what what you just touched on there now i think it's people love 
fussing over the fine tuning details mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter how much you're tuning up a nissan micro it's not going to go faster than a lambo no yeah, um, exactly that. so yeah just exactly work, work 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 on your calorie output what, what your they're calorie there to supplement is. yeah yeah they're exactly. there to supplement. Yeah. bang on it's top of the pyramid mm. yeah. go least important but you and, know. and i think again i could be completely wrong about this but i think it's something like you if you're training really hard you sweat out 20 percent of your lutein mm-hmm. and again that's a percentage that's probably come from a marketing ploy as well but you probably do sweat out a percentage of it. And yeah. they've grabbed onto that to make you go, right, I need to replenish that with a supplement. Yeah. You just need to eat good quality protein and make sure you hit the target of your day. Yeah, I think Week. if you if you feel like you need to address where you're, where you're getting your vitamins and minerals from or you think that you might be lacking in it, um, then maybe go and speak to a nutritionist or a dietitian. Look, but you might you might be feeling tired, fatigued, can't quite put your finger on it. But for example, going like Max is probably one of the better vegans in terms of your you're aware of where all the shit's coming from, so you can make good choices <laughs> yeah. with your stuff. Yeah. Majority of people are doing it originally doing it to lose weight. Maybe for the environment as well, but a lot of it's like right. This is a, a mechanism that Animal I can get healthy with. <laughs> Animal welfare is there as well. Yeah. So it's like branch chain amino acids in that respect could be a good thing for those people who are not yet aware of the variety that they yeah. need to get through to actually Absolutely. require it. Yeah. I feel like people don't don't realize when they yeah. when they cut out so much from their diet what they're actually missing it's out. Just, on. It's like yeah. we would look at the word protein as you know my I need my two hundred grams a day protein. Mm-hmm. But leucine is an important part of that. Absolutely. They won't look at that. You can, have a, lo- you can have a low level of leucine in that 200 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the issue. Mm-hmm. Let's get ready to rumble. That was very operatic. That one. I don't know why I went like that. Yeah, I know, exactly. I, I felt like it wasn't dramatic enough. I need to go much deeper. Okay. I've not got a particularly Maybe you deep can, voice. Uh... Yeah. This is just broke. I'll work on it. Yeah, potentially. I'm still going through puberty. I'll be seven foot nine when it's finished. Uh... <laughs> I'm still going through puberty too. I'll be five foot three when I'm done. At least. I'm going through the menopause. I'm going through the menopause. Oh, and the behave yourself, right? Um, so, guys, uh, our, our debating topics this week, which we're going to be fighting for, um, semi inspired by um, a little Instagram uh, video I did the other day, but. Um, I feel like certain training splits are pushed heavily in the fitness industry and everyone argues about what you should be doing, what, what's your split, bro? Mm. Um, so, therefore, Nat, you are defending an upper-lower split. Andy, you're a bro split. Bro. <laughs> um, and I will do a push-pull legs. Oh, that's pretty functional for you. I know, very functional <laughs> for me. Not about that. Anyway, what's, the bro, what's a bro split? A bro Only sp- for bros, don't tell it. Yeah, yeah. What, no, just okay. upper body? You don't get to Just know. upper body. <laughs> just see the disrespect. <laughs> that's cold. What? A bro split is you just isolate each muscle group at a time. So, so you'll do a leg day and an arm day and a shoulder day and a chest day and a back day. Proper basically. training. Yeah. All right, let's, right. Let's, let's, let's get into it. So three, two, one, go. You get well. What you think you get more wham than you do from benching twice a week, from deadlifting twice a week, and squatting you twice a week? You only train. Yeah. You go in one whole day just to train a delt. Yeah. Some <laughs> <laughs> big delt. It's a big delt. Oh my Man god! Does 120 you lap spend raises. as much time on your delt than you do as your legs. Seen the size of it. <laughs> well, with push push pull legs, come on now. I'm I'm training legs twice a week. 
which is yeah. you know man big, has way isolate big things yeah <laughs> see it's it's it's, uh, it's one of the few uh training programs where i can bench twice a week yeah do all the big lifts i don't care about my my back health and you know my my intensity um i'm just i'm just gonna bench squat and deadlift I'm such a twice a week yeah. um bro person Umbro. <laughs> Umbro, that's a make. <laughs> so, and why are you training twice a week? No, 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 you can do upper, lower, upper, lower. Upper, lower, upper, lower. Okay, so fine. you alternate. You don't have to just train twice. Okay. Jeez. Not just snatch and clean and jerk every day. Ah. Don't know, isn't it? <laughs> Mate, this is not for girls. I'm not with <laughs> this sponsored. routine. <laughs> I think the moral of the story, guys, is that every none... day I've got a day. Well, then my the, the... mine's quite good. Then mine out trumps all of yours. Does it though? Yeah. yeah. Why? Four days a week, yeah. evenly split. Yeah, but you don't have arm upper day. Body. Boom. Yeah. I do. You ain't got arm day. I do. It's just part arm. of my upper body. No, just arm day. Where does where does core hit in there, Nat? Yeah. That's every day. Yeah, that is every day. <laughs> I was just trying to every bait, you, day bait you there. But core is made in the kitchen. Yeah. Ah, there you go. There you, I think, isn't it six packs are made in the kitchen? I build yeah. bodies. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure a strong man has a decent core. He ain't got abs, though. <laughs> He's got slabs. <laughs> Cores are found in apples. Yeah. Abs are found in the kitchen. <laughs> or not. Absent. That's mine. Absent. Abs stand for absent. Legend. <laughs> I think I think the moral of the story is that none, none of none of these routines are necessarily the best. Shit. Hang, hang about. Let's 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 not go that harsh now. Yeah, uh, I'm joking. I don't they mind. I don't mind. A, don't mind a cheeky arm split. Um, but the only thing that splits is the buy and the try, isn't it? <laughs> split the rope at the bottom of the push down. <laughs> <laughs> moral of the story is you need you need you need something that is gonna gonna work for you based around for instance you know if you play a sport you're gonna need a routine which can work around that so a push pull legs and upper low or a bro split none of it is necessarily gonna work for you dependent on uh, on your situation and your training yeah well done Max I thought I thought I basically killed killed the debate Sorry. by basically saying we're all wrong what if I only train one day a week. Oh, what's that a full, plus, split, full body split there's no splitting up about that where did the, so what, up. what about the wad where does that come into it <laughs> <laughs> so to continue our chat about supplements guys I think rather than talking about a supplement specifically let's look at the, the time window uh, we were talking about our little pyramid uh, and <laughs> what's the most important meal timings and timings you consume your supplements I think are another massive thing people get really mm-hmm. hung up on but um, Andy why don't, why don't you touch on how important is the 30 minute or hour long golden window mm. that you've got to consume your, your protein or your supplements within after or a workout? Yeah, well, my granddad was lucky to get protein in, in the whole week, so his window <laughs> weren't 30 minutes. So I think that tells you a lot about the science. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, um, you know, I think if it's to do with performance, to, to do with having rituals, because I think a lot of people forget to get things in as well. When you look at it through that straw, the 30-minute window might be a good thing because it's habitual stuff, it's habits that you're getting, it's behaviours. I think in an absolute way, looking at it, it doesn't really matter as long as you get it in. No, not massively. Um, I mean, I, I mean, the, the, I, I looked who, up a, who did a small... that study? Do you, are you just going to say about the study? I'm going to look at it. Talk, oh, talk a little bit about a study. Um, uh, <laughs> basically, looking at athletes, and it's to do with muscle protein synthesis, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously the, the, the one. Once you've consumed your protein, what's it then going to do to repair, regrow, come back bigger and stronger? Um, and people getting really hung up on this, but they've basically found that 
the percentage difference is between 10 and 20 percent mm. at most yeah. if mm. you're cons- of um, muscle protein synthesis if you're consuming within 90 minutes of your workout mm. um but realistically um to- they, they did a separate um separate group where they didn't control anything and it, they just purely controlled the quantity of protein mm. and that had a much more significant uh mm. um result basically it's a mount not timing basically yeah i think i saw that the 30 minute window like study came out and was funded by like yeah, a protein, protein shake um company mm-hmm. yeah but the other thing is that they're looking for the impact it has on size mm-hmm. i guess yeah yeah it's so it's, it's, yeah. it's a hypertrophy study yeah but does that 30 minutes have anything to do with how sore you get and things like that in terms of repair and that's things that we don't look at and i don't mm. know the answer to it i'd like to yeah. look at it but this is the problem with the whole thing it's just looking at hypertrophy that's what all the research is on by all the supplement companies it's mm-hmm. hypertrophy but that's not the only reason you have a window yeah <laughs> i think Absolutely. i think the window which you actually need to look at is, is the is the 22 and a half hours after that 30 minutes mm. <laughs> just saying and the thing is also it, it like if you had it in the 30 minutes but then you didn't hit your protein requirement for the day, then that 30 yeah. minutes is irrelevant. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, looking, looking at, um, at, at your, your maybe 30 minutes before a workout then, um, pre-workout, I think the, the, the main ingredient is uh, beta-aniline? Beta-aniline. Adeline? Yeah. Beta-aniline. Aniline. Aniline. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just kind of interesting looking at um, but those things, people's rituals. And I think a ritual could potentially come into the fact of, oh, is it to do with marketing, make it part of their yeah. habit, and then yeah. they'll buy yeah. it more. Or they feel like that that's just what they need to do. The people get is, addicted to that as well. Like They can't train without pre Oh, yeah, they yeah, do. But the thing yeah, is, massively. anything like nootropics, they're nootropics, right? Because they have a cognitive effect on you. Those things, they do need timing because they will worn off or wean off, if that's mm-hmm. the right word. But like, Wear off. Wean. One of them. Vine off. They're vine <laughs> off. But then you get what you said. It's like you have it all the time. It's like you you don't really need it. You just think you need it. It yeah. becomes like the placebo effect. Yeah, 100%. marketing. Marketing. Well, you, you eventually have to build up caffeine tolerance, tolerance as well. So caffeine's obviously another um, massive stimulant they put in your pre-workout. Um, but I, I think it's it's something like after sixty days. Yeah. Your the amount it effect, affects you is over halved, so you just stop feeling it. So you can literally. I was speaking to some some bodybuilders, and they were saying they cycle their caffeine intake. So oh every every sixty days, mm. they'll take about ten days off of caffeine and then reintroduce it again. And you know you get withdrawal symptoms, you can get a headache, um, all sorts of things like that, which are quite unpleasant. You mm. know, like like when you take anything out of your diet, but then when they reintroduce it, it gives them that that kick again. Have you got the amount of caffeine in a pre-workout? How much it is? Um, I haven't. No, I took one the other day though, which honestly made my or my face was so itchy. Yeah, see, I Um, can't believe that people use that to work out. Like, I think if you're regularly taking a pre-workout to train, you need to sort something out in your life. Absolutely, yeah. You need to sort out sort out your sleep, sort out the other factors, which are making. Why are you so tired? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's because again it's hypertrophy induced marketing, mm-hmm. and it's like things like better aniline help you with like blood flow, mm-hmm. and so you get, you know, you look like an atlas when you've done your mm-hmm. done your training, so it's like you're looking at it for a straw again because the ultimate goal is not to look vascular even though it is, mm. but long term, 
I'd rather you lived another five to ten years yeah. than you you accelerated the output so much that you had the result there and then that you felt a little bit vascular. That's that's the active ingredient that makes your face feel itchy as yeah. well. So it's almost I, I think it's a physical thing of because you can feel it mm. in your face, feel you're just like, working. Oh, I know it's working. And yeah. therefore there's again it feeds into that psyche of oh I need that feeling so that mm. I can sort of, you know, get going with yeah. my workout. Well, blood pressure is the is the silent killer. So oh yeah absolutely that's the impact that you need to look at but it's like you take a pre-workout why don't you take a post-workout so for example i don't mean a shake but i mean if you're taking lots of nootropics and stuff that's going to stimulate then mm -hmm. what are you doing in regards to dampening the yeah. candle the other side of yeah. the end you warm up and you cool down for a it's workout like, same you know, principle you don't take your magnesium after yeah you don't take your like tryptophan you don't have your b6 vitamins all right you should have that in your nutrition but mm you're not looking at the other side of the coin. You can't just burn the flame the whole time. Yeah. And that's the problem. I mean, to touch on some, some smaller micronutrient stuff, is there anything which you think people should potentially be supplementing with, which they aren't? So for instance, I think I think a good example would be um, your Amigas. Your, your, yeah. Your less, less, is it less so your threes, more your six and nine? Yeah, but, and um, three. I think, I yeah. think threes are important. So the problem is, like, so we've spoken about this, fish yeah. oil and algae has now become a thing. And actually, there's a lot of research that shows that the algae is really good. Um, there's not much research that says that fish oil is any worse, but you've got options. Mm -hmm. But the bigger thing that you should be looking at is what it's made up of rather than it being a fish oil, for example. Yeah. So EPA and DHA. EPA is for inflammation. So you're dampening the inflama inflammation markers. So if you're someone who's banging fucking so much pre-workout all the time, <laughs> some a, a bit of EPA in your fish oil will probably be good for you. Mm -hmm. And then your DHA is like connectivity, so like cellular stuff. So for example, if you're going to a health store and getting your fish oil, have a look at the EPA and DHA ratios and which one you want to prime more on, you will go for a heavier weighted, yeah. you know, whether it's DHA or EPA. But if you find that there's more in the fish oil than there is EPA and DHA, then you've got to question what it's being made up of. Yeah. It's probably not that great for you. And a lot of it is that bulking agents again. And I think that's the thing to look at rather than whether you should have it or not, because most people don't have enough omega-3 in their diet anyway. No, of a quality not. source. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, you know, I, I mean, personally, you know, talking about once you become a little more experienced, you know, I'm, I'm obviously not taking fish oil, mm. so I'll do algae and mm. I'll also do um, uh, walnuts regularly yeah. in my breakfast every morning. Linseed's another one. Good one. Yeah. Linseeds are another yeah. one. And like the, even the hemp, I think hemp as well. Yeah. So you can get it. And it the major thing is to dampen inflammation. We're also stressed. It's mm. like... We see so many trainers because our diaries are stupid, right? We get mm -hmm. up at 5 a.m. to start at 6. By the time it's your training, you're burnt out, so you have caffeine to burn you even more. Mm -hmm. and, but then after, we don't have these things that can obviously help you on the other side of the coin as well. Yeah. So I think... I just have a uh, multivitamin. Yeah, multivitamin's good. I mean... For women. Cover all bases. Yeah, vitamin D. I think another one that's really important. So I was chatting to an A and E nurse uh, this morning. She's one of my clients, and she was saying vitamin D is probably vitamin the, D is one massive. of the most important mm. ones that people should probably be supplementing. Mm. I think this is a growing one, and you can vouch for it as well, Max. Especially with the growth of veganism, mm -hmm. is iron. Yeah. Especially with vegetarian vegetarians as well. Um, iron deficiency is becoming a big thing because again people are not looking at those micros yeah 100% the problem and this is a big one is you excrete I think one to two milligrams of iron a day part of the process of digestion and all the other stuff that happens right if you're getting a low amount 
of iron in your diet, you then fall into the bracket. The excretion is accumulating the loss. Yeah. Then you realise, oh, shit, I've been doing this for so long, I need to start taking iron. You take your iron supplements, mm. which is about 15 to 20, maybe 36 milligrams, whatever it is, and a year later, you're still in an accumulating loss. So the thing is, if you find out that you're iron deficient, you need to take a super strength one of around 200 milligrams mm -hmm. and do that for a window of time to get your blood works back up. Yep. And I think that's the big problem that people have is they don't understand that when you're in a deficit, you can't just take. Yeah, that's going to stop the bleeding. Yeah, It's not going to put the blood back it's in. It's not going to put it back in. <laughs> and that's a big problem we're starting to have now where we're not so educated on these things yet. And this, the next thing that I want to say with it is that it's super important that your iron doesn't drop off because things like strokes, hemorrhoids, um, hemorrhaging rather, hemorrhaging strokes, hemorrhoids. I, I, <laughs> I, said I, was, I was pausing, I was like, I'm not going to question it, but Hemorrhaging okay. strokes, <laughs> things like hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging strokes are going to become a thing that are coming about because we're unaware, not because there's nothing we can do about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think iron's a big one. And B I'm having more B12. and more clients. B12 is another one, B6 is another one, but I'm having more and more clients who are starting these diets yeah, uneducated yeah. and they're coming to me going, I feel dizzy. And then we send them to the doctor and they get their blood works and it's like, they're significantly low there. And it's like, I've got nothing against you doing these things, but fucking educate yourself first before right. you yeah, do if it. You're changing, if you're changing up your diet or you've decided to take quite a lot out of your diet, for whatever reason and you might be you might be thinking that it's healthier and you're feeling really fatigued you're feeling tired you're feeling weak mm. please address that issue because maybe you've taken way too much out than what's actually needed and it's not necessary or you, you might to. have to su start supplementation yeah or the things you're eating things you're eating you're just trying to work around what your diet was before when realistically if you've cut those things out maybe yeah. you need to shift your diet in a new direction towards other sources of food which can my, help with that my biggest fear with it going forwards because the research is not there yet because it's not something that's long enough there's not enough longitudinal studies on it but my biggest fear with it currently is us as adults can get away with a bit of deficiency because we're fully grown but for example if you're pregnant and you're doing these things, what impact does it have on your newborn who hasn't yet built up the immunity mm -hmm. because you were, you were lacking during pregnancy because yeah. you were unawares? And that's my biggest fear going forwards because you can get around it, but there's not enough awareness at the moment on it because no one really knows the impact of it yet. Of, of deficiencies. Of things. deficiencies yeah, yeah. when we're cutting things out because mm. all we're actually trying to do is lose weight for the majority. Yeah. Monte and everyone does that. Oh no, 100%. But yeah. that's what I'm getting with our clients is they just want to lose weight. They're not really into environmental stuff. They're not really into animal. Mm. They're not really into any. All they're trying to do is find a mechanism yeah. to lose some bloody weight and they're causing more problems for mm. themselves. That is an interesting discussion, I think, for another episode as well. Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll do one on, on veganism, whatever you want to call it, um, or, or any kind of dietary stuff. But yeah. uh, it was I, I was, I was talking to someone and they were saying how... It, it, like it's it's a bit of a shock thing to if you bring your child up vegan and they you know from from birth you yeah. you've been eating vegan and then and you make them but then for some reason if you give your kid a happy meal 
like that's just like one of parenting 101 and things yeah. like things like that you can give your food your child a lot of terrible things yeah, of course and that's, that's by the by but for some reason god forbid i give them some carrot and hummus and yeah. or like a bit of pita bread or something and that's i a, think i think that's the, a bad meal i think the diamond here is it's not what you're giving them it's what you're not exactly so to round off an episode where we've been talking about supplements stimulants all that good stuff um, or not so good stuff in some cases. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought uh, we'd bring it over to Max's Coffee Corner, and today I thought I would just briefly touch on processing. So you might see on your bags of coffee you have uh, naturally processed, and I think a lot of people have a confused view on that. They look at natural processing as, oh, it's just a natural coffee, but you can't get synthetic coffee. Um, <laughs> so that's incorrect but you have natural processing honey processing and washed processing oh, wow. uh, yeah so you have you have you, you have all three we were outside canopy when yes. i t- told you about this <laughs> honey yeah. processing. That's so intriguing. exactly so natural processing is when you pick the, the the coffee it's inside a cherry or a husk um uh, and then you just leave that to dry out in the in the open sun uh, which you, is just part of the process um you leave the cherry husk on um, the husk is interesting. It's actually called cascara, um, which makes really, really nice tea. Actually, so it's like coffee cherry. And you dry that, and that, that's mm. a really nice tea. But that's another, that's another thing. Um, so you leave the cherry on, and then that is natural processing, and that will, generally speaking, give you a sweeter cup of coffee. Mm. You get a halfway point, which is honey processing, where you partially take some of the husks off, um, take a little, or strip it down a little bit. Uh, and then you have washed processing where you completely remove the cherry and you just let that dry out and that will generally speaking give you a slightly clearer cup of coffee so it's maybe not as sweet but you can potentially pick up on some other bits and pieces what so you you don't physically put honey on it no you don't no. physically put honey on it no it's just called honey processing no. No, i'm afraid um, you put honey honey in your coffee once you once you get it made oh, for you, mate. you know you've just made our shopping trips expensive so much no <laughs> you made it expensive longer. bro <laughs> We're at the. We always when we go shopping now, always look at the back of the coffee, and I always make really sure nice. <laughs> that there's all of these elements. But like we're growing altitude processing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we get to find a nitrogen flush bag. Oh, they they usually won't say that. Oh, really? To be fair, it's not. It's so how would you, you know? You'd probably advertise. You just like there are just certain co- most quality coffee brands will just do it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, if, well, if you want to make life easy, don't buy it in a supermarket. Buy it online. You'll uh, get better quality roasters yeah. that yeah. way anyway. To be very true. So exactly, all about them square mile things. Yeah, and you know they're selling oh, that's them now great. down the road. That's the one. They're selling them now down the road. Red brick. There you go. That's the one. That's the one that. you want. Go get it. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Muscle podcast. If you have any questions, we will be doing a Q&A episode very soon. So get those in to us at... I'm throwing oh, yeah. it to you now. Sorry. Yeah, that, that, that hand gesture was... Info was... at morethemuscle.co.uk. I assumed you were going to do the socials, but I'll oh, do it for sorry. you. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's our email address. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it you makes can sense. email us if you like. You can also email us. Yeah, that's Why are you giving your phone email. number as well? Fuck no, it. No, email addresses are fine. <laughs> okay. There we go. What's wrong with that? Dark ages. Or you can, or you can mess up. Mess Massage. <laughs> you can message Me- what, what are they massaging now? Sorry, not messages. It's DMs, isn't it? DMs. You oh, you're so DM down with the kids. You're so, so at down. more than muscle LTD. Yeah. Or you could just DM me because I'm cool. At PT Nat Sylvester. Don't worry about the others. 
the other ones are the ones you really want, lads. We're find us, find us on there. That's, we don't, we don't even need to shout them out, Andy. The people already know. We don't need to shout. We'll just shout them ourselves, isn't it, all the time. If you really do want to find them, they're always linked in the description box. So, uh, yeah. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely week. Nah, you're, nah, I think you might be the coolest member of More Than Muscle. I am. <laughs> <laughs>